0: Preteens, welcome back to our last week in our series called Mad. Now, I hope that in this series, you've learned more about who God is. He is a good shepherd, Yahweh Roi, and he is powerful and he has the power to help us with any anger that we're feeling. And that's what we've been talking about in this series is anger. And now most of the time... When we think of anger, we think of it as a bad thing, but today we're actually gonna be talking about how anger can be a good thing and a bad thing. So you might be wondering, how can anger be good? Well, one time that anger is good is when God is angry. As we read the Bible, we discover that God actually gets angry from time to time. Let me show you a few verses where God is angry. Nahum 1-2 says, God directs his anger. Or Romans 1:18, God shows his anger from heaven. Ezekiel 25:17 My anger against them is great. Or Psalm 7:11 He shows his anger every day. So from this we see that God gets angry. But does God ever sin? <laughs> no. God never ever sins everything that he does is good and we can have good anger too look at what it says in psalm 4 4 david says be angry wait hold up he's telling us to be angry now would the bible tell us to do something that isn't good no no it's now it's important that we learn about how anger can be good by, rem- by looking at what it says in Psalm 4.4 4. after that it says be angry and do not sin. So it tells us to be angry but it also tells us do not sin. We need to remember that when we're angry it doesn't give us an excuse to sin. So let's talk about this a little bit more. Why, how can anger be a good thing? I want you guys to think about a smoke detector for a minute. When a smoke detector, a smoke detector is a good thing, right? I think we would all agree that it is. And a smoke detector can tell us when something is wrong and needs to be changed. When a smoke detector goes off at me, it, it's telling us, okay, Something's happening that needs to change and the same is true for our anger when God gets angry it's because something is wrong and needs change and the same thing is true for our anger when we get angry the anger is telling us that something is not right and change is needed. The problem with anger comes when we rely on our own power and our own creativity and wisdom and righteousness to make a change instead of looking to God in our anger. What do we do when we feel angry? What can we do instead of sinning when we're angry? Well, let's think more about this smoke detector. The change that is needed when the smoke detector goes off depends on why the smoke detector is going off. For instance, you might look around and see that there's some smoke coming out of the oven. And if that's the case, the change that is needed is maybe to turn off the oven and open up a window to let some of the smoke out. But if you look and see that there's a fire in the hallway, the change that is needed is for you to get up and get out of there as fast as you can. When a smoke detector goes off, we first figure out what is causing the smoke to go off. And the same thing is true with our anger. And so I have three steps of what to do when we feel angry. And that's the first one is to figure out why you're angry. Sometimes when we feel are angry, we just feel it. And if we don't take the steps to understand why we're feeling this way, it can cause us to sin. Imagine a smoke detector is going off and without figuring out why it goes off, you start running around your house dumping buckets of water on the furniture and the electronics, and then you realize it's just going off because it needs some new batteries. Well, that's a problem. You have to figure out why the smoke detector is going off before you run around acting crazy about it. And step one when we're angry is to calm down our feelings and to figure out why we're angry. And there's four ways that we can do this. First, we can write down our thoughts until we figure it out. Write them down. Or maybe we can pray and ask God to help us understand why we're angry. Another way is we can go lay on our beds to lay still, be quiet, and just think it over. Or the final thing is maybe we can talk to an adult who is good at helping us understand our feelings. Maybe you just need to talk it out with somebody who can help you process that. Just like we wouldn't want to run around all freaked out about a smoke detector going off, we wouldn't just want to run around all freaked out when we're angry. We should take take the time to figure out why are we angry. Now the second step after you understand what the problem is, is to ask God's wisdom to know what change needs to take place. And I would also add that we need to then listen to him. The last few weeks we've learned this name for God, Yahweh Roi, which means the Lord is our shepherd. And when we chase a when we face a challenging situation, when we find out that we're angry, our Good Shepherd will help guide us in the right direction if we ask Him and listen to his good directions. It's not just enough to ask, but we also then have to listen. In Genesis 4, there's a story of two brothers, Cain and Abel. Maybe you have heard this story before, and they both brought an offering before God. And when the Bible tells us that God was pleased with Abel's offering. He was pleased by it. But look at what happened when Cain brought his offering before the Lord. Genesis 4 verse 5 says, But he did not have regard for Cain and his offering. Cain was furious and he looked despondent. So this is telling us that Cain was angry with how God responded to his offering. And then it goes on to say this, Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you furious and why do you look despondent? If you do what is right, won't you be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at the door. Its desire is for you, but you must rule over this. God tells Cain that that there's a change that needs to take place, right? He's angry and something needs to change. And the change that needed to take place was in his heart. God says he needed to do what was right and not let sin control his heart. He needed to rise above that. Now unfortunately if you know how this story ends that's not what Cain did. Instead after Yahweh Roi had spoke to him and told him what change was needed Cain took his brother out into the field and killed him. Wow! That is the exact opposite of what God told him to do. Did Cain sin in his anger in this situation? Yes, absolutely he did. But does that mean we have to? No. If we remember how to use our anger to make good change, then we don't have to sin in our anger. Now here's the last step in dealing with our anger. Step three says, seek Yahweh Roi's power to make the change needed. Oftentimes, we don't have the power to do it on our own. We have to seek God's power in that. Now there's a story in First First uh, Kings 21 of a guy named King Ahab. And now King Ahab really wanted to buy some land from this guy Naboth and he really wanted like that particular piece of land and so he tried again and again to get Naboth to sell him this land but every time Naboth just kept saying no. The land was from his family and he didn't want to sell it and this made King Ahab angry. Now look at verse 4 in 1 Kings 21 and see how King Ahab acted in response to his anger. I think it's kind of funny and honestly, maybe you can relate to it a little. I feel like sometimes preteens tend to do this when they're angry. It says, so Ahab went to his palace resentful and angry because of what Naboth the Jezreelite had told him. He, said to him, he, he had said, I will not give you my father's inheritance. Okay, so this is where it comes in. This is what King Ahab did. He lay down on his bed, turned his face away, and didn't eat any food. How many of you guys have ever done that where you're angry about something, so you stomp up to your room, you don't talk to anybody, and you refuse to eat? If I'm being honest, I've probably done that before when I was younger. But is that how we should act in our anger? If the king didn't have the power to make Naboth sell the land, do you know who did? God. God had the power to change the entire situation. Instead of throwing a temper tantrum, he could have gone to God and followed our three steps: figuring out why you're angry, ask for God's wisdom to know what change needs to take place, and then seek Yahweh Roi's power to make the change needed. Now. I want you guys to understand that anger can be a really great emotion because like a smoke detector, it helps us to know when a change is needed. Many times what needs to change is in our own heart. Maybe we need like Cain to be more humble and to do what is right. Or maybe like King Ahab, we need to be more trusting of God that he will provide what we need instead of trying to get it all for ourselves. As you learn to seek Yahweh Roi's guidance and wisdom and power and righteousness when you're angry, you will learn to deal with anger in good ways. Now it takes practice. It's not an easy thing, and it also takes help. So anytime that you're having an issue with anger and you're trying not to act out in sin, you can reach out to people who can help you learn ways to be angry, but to not sin. There are, I'm sure, adults in your life that can help you do that, myself included. So I hope that in this series, in the past four weeks, you have learned more about anger and frustration and revenge and how we can take those things and sit with those things, but also not act in sin because of those things. I'm so glad that you guys are still tuning in and joining me with these uh, lessons online. I hope that you'll join me next week Um, actually next week is Easter weekend. So fourth and fifth graders, I want to encourage you to join your families in watching big church. Okay. I'm going to be doing that and I would love for you to watch and experience the Easter service with your families. And then in two weeks from now, we'll be back. We'll be starting with a brand new series and I hope that I'll see you guys then. Bye guys.